Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include industry exits, my interview with Garth Graham on containing tips for success in a purchase-centric market, and reaction to inflation not slowing as much as the Fed had hoped. Today's podcast is presented by the Stratmore Group, the data-driven mortgage advisory, At Stratmore, insights and knowledge are applied to guide mortgage clients to make sound strategic decisions and take actions that improve their success. To learn more, visit stratmoregroup.com. Employees of Celebrity Home Loans received this note earlier this week. Quote, we're notifying you today that due to unanticipated events, we must terminate your employment on February 13th, 2023 at 5 p.m. Eastern. In addition, we're unable to process our full payroll obligations on the 16th, and this means you will not receive compensation during this pay period. We understand the impacts this may have on you and your family, and we deeply apologize. During this period, you may qualify for a hardship withdrawal or loan from your 401k. Please contact ADP for additional information by logging into my ADP and calling blah, blah, blah. In addition, our EAP program also offers resources and programs to help you. For more information, visit guidanceresources.com or call 888 whatever. We're anticipating additional funds and believe this is only a timing issue with our sincere intent to provide you all compensation that is owed to you over the next several weeks. We would also recommend that you submit any outstanding healthcare claims as soon as possible to avoid any interruptions in coverage. So the ju- end, end quote. So the jungle grums. So the jungle drums have on cue picking up all the production side of celebrity and nothing else. One loan officer wrote to me saying, quote, I received an email from the payroll lady and she was very clear that they didn't need her as there wouldn't be any payroll on the 16th. I'm not sure our management is going to close out the pipeline. I can't imagine the warehouse lines are going to stay with them, but then again, they know more than I do. End quote. Certainly not the first exit and it certainly won't be the last. Unfortunately. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome back to the show Stratmore partner Garth Graham to talk about how to succeed in a purchase centric market. You and I normally talk about MA, but I, I want to transition slightly here to a new yeah. type of segment uh, and talk, talk about the current market and causation. Uh, last year, obviously, the headlines were. Rates are up, volumes are down, margins are down, uh, companies are are scaling down. Mm-hmm. Rates have come down a little bit since their peak in October, but it's still a tough time out there. There is buyer demand, and, and as the Fed continues to increase rates, hopefully that will will help decrease some home values to to bring some buyers off the sidelines. But how tough is the purchase market currently? It it does seem different than other years. Yeah, it's very tough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of break this into two buckets very quickly. One is if you're in retail and the other is in your, your consumer direct. And I, the consumer direct story is brief. It is brutal. And the reason is because most consumer direct lenders, in fact, the statistic is 85% of all purchases are done through retail and only 15% through consumer direct. Refi is about 50-50. So when the pivot occurred, the consumer direct lenders are really struggling. Because they don't have the people who know how to do the purchase. They really don't have the processes. In some cases, they don't have the products. So they are really struggling with purchase. 
Retail, which is traditionally the purchase lenders, are certainly more equipped to handle, but there's a numbers game problem. And I think I, I think I read this in the in the Christmas blog, or uh, as well as elsewhere. Uh, NerdWallet just released a survey, and it said 28 million people want to buy a home in the next year. The MBA's forecast is there's going to be three and a half million purchases. That's a big disconnect. That's 10%. <laughs> so what gives? Well, 28 million people are thinking or would like to. That's pent-up demand, which is an extraordinary opportunity. That's the silver line in some really dark clouds. But when you talk to lenders, that 10% number, is they would all say, oh, yeah, that's about right. I'm getting 10 leads and one you know, might convert, and it takes forever. And it takes forever because I'm my payments are higher than I thought they might be. The home inventory problems still exist in some markets, so it's certainly getting better. Some of these, the sellers have not capitulated, so thus the prices you already mentioned. So there's all these factors that make people, despite the fact they want to buy a home, just not be willing to pull the trigger. It's like a lot hanging on the sidelines. So, you know, that's really, if, if you kind of look at it, there's, you know, let's say, rounded off 30 million people want to buy a home and only 3 million are going to, that means on every deal, there's only a 10% chance that's probably going to close. You know, if you're talking to somebody who wants to buy a home and it, and on those 10% that will close, every lender is chasing that and trying to be the one to close it. So it's a voracious, you know, competitive environment. I might be a little more optimistic than you and say not not all 28 million that want to buy are actually submitting applications. So hopefully the closing sure. rate is, is higher than 10%. You, you mentioned there at the start that it's really tough right now for consumer direct lenders. How do they survive in a heavy purchase market? Well, one, you, you have to retool people, process, and systems because all of the tooling that you did in and as consumer direct operation was really about managing capacity. You had plenty of leads. How do I get them to pull through? And the thing I always say is that a refinance is a linear process. Here's my current loan. Here's your new loan. You could save X amount of money. Do you want it or not? And I, you know, that's like took me 15, 30 seconds, maybe a couple minutes if I was trying to, you know, build some rapport with you. But it's not that much more complicated than I just said. On a re on a purchase, it's you have to be trained to understand that you must figure out the why, the WHY to engage with the borrower. And I always say to see lenders, retail lenders, hell, I'll say it to anyone who listens. And that is if you're a human and not a mortgage banker, and you're at a cocktail party and someone said to you, you know, I'm thinking about buying a house, and you're not in the mortgage business, what would you say to that person? Wow. That's exciting. Why? And somehow that is what has to happen for a lender originator to engage with the consumer because it's actually what they care about. And, you know, that is, um, I want a bigger house. I want a smaller house. I'm getting married. I'm getting a divorce. I'm having a kid. Kids moved out of the home. I'm moving closer to work, farther away from work. There's some why that you're trying to help them. That is their goals and aspirations. If you don't engage on that, this is the people part of it, right? Then the consumer is going to kind of keep looking for someone that they relate to 
who's actually trying to help them with the bigger goal, which is the why, the WHY. Let's continue that discussion on on engaging consumers. And in in your opinion, what should lenders do or LOs do to to be better in the purchase space? Uh, so you know, tr- one is training. Uh, certainly, you know, so you got to understand that why part. You have to understand the right questions to ask. The other thing, and you you kind of alluded to the fact that twenty eight million of the people want to buy, they're not all going to apply. That is true, but they're going to inquire. They're going to go to a website and check out interest rates. They may even fill out a lead form. They may talk to their former lender, new lender, or bank. So somewhere in that, the process is going to be extremely episodic. They're going to ask a few questions, then they're going to go away. And then you have to stay on them enough. And it's not like a refi. It's not a short sales cycle. It's like nine months on average. So, you know, you got to keep nibbling away through technology and through a process to say, you know, where are you in the process? Here's five tips that I wanted you to have. I know you mentioned you were concerned about saving for down payment. Here's a down payment assistance program that might be available in your market. You need to be an advocate and you need to work with them and be prepared for a very episodic sales process that might take months. So the people must be trained the process has to be more episodic and a lot of different touch points, omni-channel, use of text. And then you need the tech, which, you know, once again, you might have built your tech around capacity management, sending status updates during loans and process, things like that. And now the tech is really top of funnel, which is, you know, the 28 million people who haven't found a home yet. How do you keep tapping them on the shoulder and staying engaged with them? So that's really you know, that's a big part of what we do outside of M&A is consulting around that part, but that's the people process and tech. And it really is different for purchase than it is for refinance. Sell was the call yesterday in the bond markets after the consumer price index report for January showed that inflation is decelerating, but at a slowing pace that is not as precipitous as many had hoped. Consumer prices rose 0.5% in January, the most in three months with the annual inflation rate coming in at 6.4%, higher than expected and only slightly less than a year ago. Overall, the report suggests that more rate hikes are probably on the way, and there were increased bets for a fourth 25 basis point increase in June. Federal Reserve officials, led by Chair Powell, continue to beat the drum on their aggressive inflation fight, saying that the central bank will keep hiking interest rates until inflation is under control. As mortgage rates were pushed higher last week by market expectations that inflation will persist, which would require that the Federal Reserve keep monetary policy restrictive for longer, mortgage applications decreased 7.7% from one week earlier, according to data from the Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly mortgage applications survey. Later this morning brings January retail sales, Empire Manufacturing for February, Industrial Production and Capacity Utilization, the NHB Housing Market Index for February, and a treasury auction of $15 billion of 20-year bonds in the early afternoon. No Fed speakers are currently scheduled. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged, the two-year up to 4.65%, and the 10-year yielding 3.75%, after closing yesterday at 3.76%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Here's some things you say after 60. Where the heck is my phone? How did I get this bruise? That isn't my password either. What the hell? 
How do they expect me to read this small print? Where did I leave my glasses? I don't care if it doesn't look fashionable. It's comfortable. Who the heck is calling after 9 p.m.? Does anyone say please and thank you anymore? Jeez, how do you throw your body out of whack just sleeping wrong? This scale can't be right. I say that now. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people nowadays? Why did I come into this room? <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, the Stratmore Group, the data-driven mortgage advisory. At Stratmore, insights and knowledge are applied to guide mortgage clients to make sound strategic decisions and take actions that improve their success. To learn more, visit stratmoregroup.com. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.